Section YY8 podcast coming to you Wednesday night. We are recording this thing February 22nd. Harbin, the month of love is almost over. How are you, how are you feeling? Uh, I've had a really busy last few days. Um, so rest of the week is going to consist of rest and sobriety and lots of H2O. And then after that, I think I'll be ready to roll. Good. I'm playing golf in the morning, so looking oh, nice. forward to it. Where are you yeah. playing at? Uh, Severeville. Severeville Golf and Country Club. Eagles, Eagles Landing. Eagles for the for the yeah for the uh, for the real ones out there. Eagles Landing Golf Club. Yeah. Yeah, now, so, the- now Severeville International, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> There's rumors of a live golf tour um, event going to be at Severeville in like 2025. Hey, I saw you tweet this, and I'll, I'll get to Big Montana in a second. I saw you tweet this, and I saw this earlier today and forgot to respond, but should um, golfers on the live tour be allowed to play in the majors? And I say absolutely yes, and you answered the same way I would. Um, I guess the PGA would be the only one that would be out for those well, guys. Well, the PGA Championship is still not directly affiliated with PGA Tour. That's it's true. America. That's true. Uh, the only reason I said yes to all of them except PGA is because last year they were allowed to play in it, and I think it's just because nobody really knew what the hell was going on. But I think now I do think the PGA of America is going to kind of dig their heels in and be like, no. But I, do, but I truly do believe that's the only one that's going to do it because the Masters and the British Open are already letting them. Yeah. I think the U.S. Open will too. Yeah, and all, th- all three of those for sure are, are their own thing, so – Especially the Masters, they do whatever the, they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they took commercials off of the air one year. Uh, what was that lady's name? Burke. Um, geez, I'll have to look it up. She kept wanting to protest because women weren't allowed in the club, and they were. <clears throat> she was wanting everybody to protest all these companies, and they were like, "Fine, f it, we'll just pull the commercials." So they had a commercial. I think I'm pretty much. I'm pretty sure it was commercial free. Um masters i can't remember what that year that was i'll look it up when we're talking later but uh so harb's with us here on this week's show big montana's here uh with us he originally said he wasn't going to be here but obviously he's here uh, what what changed your mind here. uh i got my work done oh good 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 normally norm, normally you know we end at 10 30 and i got like 45 minutes to be done so when you said we weren't gonna do it at nine i was like ah, i'm not gonna have time so so that 30 Good minutes job. I gave you helped you. <laughs> yeah, it really did. That's what she said. Oh, that's a good one, Harb. Thanks. Thanks. 30 minutes. That's like three weeks for some people, right? Yeah, no kidding. You got about five <laughs> rounds out of you. <laughs> uh, let's see. We do we, we do shout outs at the end of the show. I'm going to do one at the start. I'm not real sure this is a shout out, um, but uh was announcing the carter game carter uh, won the district tournament shout out to the hornets so that is a shout out um so one more 
uh, Nick Ellis and the Slim Reaper Brody Blankenship are one more tournament. Well, sorry, two more tournament wins. Let me correct that. Three more tournament wins away from being special guest on the YY8 podcast. I made a bet with them if they win the region or if they win the district tournament, win the region tournament. This was made like three weeks ago. Brody's like, man, when can I come on the show? When y'all gonna get me an NIL deal with the with the podcast? And I was like, well, first off, we have no money. I went <laughs> yeah, in the we hole. First. Yeah, <laughs> I went in the hole uh, with these things, with these stickers. So, uh, but I was like, well, I said, I tell you what, I'll make you both a deal. Y'all win the district tournament title, the region championship, and I'll have you on. So, they are three wins away from that happening. Doesn't it doesn't happen if they lose the region championship game as we've lost Harbin? Got to get Harbin back. He just, oh, Harbin's he got just him back. he's on that Biden notebook he's got. Har- Har- Harbin's gonna have a long episode, he better get back. Yeah, uh, he's 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 gonna have a long one. That's what she said. <laughs> he's gonna get, I'm gonna drag him behind the Chevy here in a minute. <laughs> well, he drug you last week. He tried pretty, to. And so, been... so some of the listeners asked me. It was pretty Harbin was pretty rough on you last week. So, and you took it like a listen, champ. I mean, how listen, how were you feeling listen, when all that was going on? That I knew next week was going to come. It was just like when the Lord was on the cross. Yes. And we we're waiting on Sunday morning, baby. It's Sunday morning, <laughs> and we're it's about to get good. <laughs> Harbin, he'll be back. Or maybe he's hiding. I don't know. He's hiding. Um, so while we're waiting on Harbin, because I can't start this without him. So good. Um, good. I mean, even my shout out, I needed him here for because he knows the person I'm going to shout out. But uh, so this is throwing the show for a loop. Um, so while hey, I'm texting Harbin, a, oh, go it's ahead. like March Madness, survive in advance. Survive in advance. That's what I've been doing. Yes. Uh, so I was looking at um, some scores here before we got on. And I know there's a long way to go in this game. This is Wednesday night. But South Carolina is currently leading Alabama 22-16. to 16. Tennessee plays South Carolina this Saturday. Alabama's had a lot of issues, Big Montana, this week coming out with uh, Darius Miles. Is that his name? Or Miller? Not Darius Miles. <laughs> Darius Miller or Brandon no, Miller or whatever Miller. Whatever the heck his name is, number 24, actually provided the weapon, and it was asked of him to provide the weapon in the murder yeah. uh, that the other fella committed. So, um, or le- sorry, allegedly committed. Um, yeah. But uh, Alabama, they, they're fans on Twitter. And again, we've said this the last couple of weeks. You can't take Twitter too seriously. But, uh, man, they are defending this guy nonstop, almost like they were defending what's-his-name that punched the girl walking off Shields Watkins Field back in October. Yeah. Uh, I've they're, they're trying to spin it like this guy was taking him to the club and he left his pistol underneath a sweatshirt in the back seat and Miller didn't go uh, to the club, but he went to go out to eat. And the other dude said, hey, won't you come pick me up? And when the guy got there, he grabbed his gun and went and shot the guy. And he happened to have the car blocked in to where they were at. And they're going to do – I mean, 
I guess I would too if I was in the situation, but uh, you hire a good lawyer, I guess. But they're <laughs> going to do whatever they can to uh, to get this not to stick. But this is just two two guys just being absolute dumbasses. Um, I, I, I'm sure whatever the argument was, was um, well, you shouldn't kill anybody for any reason. Uh, no. Except for, <laughs> Yeah, shouldn't kill anybody for any reason, but like you understand, I understand if someone's breaking your house or trying to hurt your family, you know, blow their head off. No problems there. Self defense, um, yes. Self defense. Um, yes, blow their head off. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, this was complete and utter um, stupidity on behalf of the two gentlemen at Alabama. Um, you know, hopefully justice is served. Um, if they can prove with reasonable doubt that this guy wasn't involved in it, then that's what the judicial system does. Um, but right now it looks pretty shady. And Nate Oates looks like a complete dumbass. Um, <clears throat> some of the comments he's made, I saw Dick Vitale's tweet today, and he absolutely drunk Nate Oates. Which yeah, I, it was tone deaf for sure. Yeah, he was just like, can't believe the guy's even playing tonight. And couldn't believe he actually said that. And, you know, and like, why in the world would you go public with texting Ray Lewis? I mean, that was just something else that was stupid. That's the thing about Nate Oates. He's done two (laughs) questionable things in this whole process. And it really doesn't have anything to do with the player. How do you get away with it, Ray? (laughs) Hey, Ray, how'd you get away with that? Yeah. And then he comes out. I'm trying to find. He got an email out to O.J. Simpson, too, apparently. Yeah, when's he going to call? Oh, Johnny Cochran's dead. I was like, when's he going to call Johnny Cochran to come represent this guy? Um, yeah, I'm trying to find his quote from yesterday and I can't find it, but he basically said he was wrong place, wrong time. And I'm like, how tone deaf can you be when there's a text message that says he asked for the weapon? Uh, I don't know what's going on down there. Um, apparently uh, he didn't ask, actually ask for the gun. He used a, um, slang term for pistol. Um, I don't know what that is, um, what it was, huh? It's peace. A peace. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't peace. It was something else. Um, I don't know. I was just bullshitting. We're we're just hey Harbin. We're just uh, we're ad libbing here because your Biden book went out. This damn Joe. Hell, it ain't even a damn Joe Biden laptop. I bought this. It, this is kind of funny when you put it in these terms. I bought this when Obama was still in office. My God. Well, it, it's, it's not been that long ago. No, but. Battery shot on it. So, uh, before we get going to what I, we really need, we've been <clears throat> we've been stalling hard because we needed you here. Uh, also, um, that shit in Tuscaloosa is shady, so I'll throw my two cents in on that. Yeah, Alabama. It, that's why I was telling Big Montana. You know, they're they're spinning it trying to defend this guy, and I'm like, it's the same way they were trying to defend uh, what's his name that punched the uh, the girl in Shields Watkins Field after they lost to Tennessee back in October. Yeah. Um. Or Alabama is truly full of some dumb people. Just so, truly. So I read the official statement from Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller's lawyer. Did y'all read it? I, I have not. No. Um. Pretty much what it was saying was, uh, Darius Miles. So they played a game that night. Uh, Darius Miles takes Brandon Miller for a ride downtown to the Strip of Tuscaloosa. Um. Had a backpack with him. Uh, and pistol was in that backpack. Well, he drops him off some nightclub. Uh, Miller's not going in there, so he goes to eat. Uh, well, he gets another text from 
Miles was like, hey, I need you to come back over here. Blah, 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 whatever. And he came back to get his backpack. And the defense attorney was pretty much like he had no idea that the pistol was even in the car. Blah, blah, blah. And that. Of course. But it still doesn't. It still doesn't explain why his car was in the way. Yeah. And got bullet holes in it. And obviously, if it's coming from his defense attorney, it's going to be worded in a way that makes him sound innocent. Um, and I don't know. I, and hell, he might be. He might be. I don't know. But the way it's all looking right now is it, it don't look good. It don't look good at all. The text message at 1.38 a.m. sent to Miller was, I need my joint. Uh, racial <laughs> expletive just got a faking. Um, just got a what? A Fakin, F-A-K-I-N. Um, I assume that that means we're about to shoot somebody. I don't know. That's just. Well, I mean, that's, that's what happened. I guess. <laughs> hey, I, need my, I need my joint. Somebody's out here faking. Hey, well, in the word. So that, Holly, that girl, if you hear me. So that girl that got killed, um, Miles and, that, and a guy that she was with got in an argument. And then that's yeah. when Miles texts Miller that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that was not in the defense attorney's official statement. Um, but yeah, Clay, Tra- Clay Travis has it all out there, and he's a lawyer, and he explained it pretty well. Um, he's a lawyer. Yeah, he has a law degree from uh, is it Vandy or Alabama? I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah, he gra- he's a graduate of Tennessee and Vandy and He's a he's a graduate of George Washington and Vanderbilt. Oh, I'm sorry, I miss. I no, missed. I didn't. I didn't know he had a law degree. Uh, yes. Learn something. Learn something yeah. new every day. Yeah. You need to read read his book sometime. I've read it. The um, it's really good. Uh, I've got it right here on Rocky Top. I couldn't remember the name of it. It was about Philip Fulmer's final season. He was just going to write a book about Tennessee, and uh, and ended up being Philip Fulmer's uh, final year as the head football coach. So it's a pretty interesting book. That was like when I first heard of him and that was in 08. So, well, I guess it came out in 09, but, um, well, it, in the words of 50 cent got caught in the wrong hood and filled up with holes. That's what happened. Right. Darius Miller's or, many men wish death upon me. That's right. Uh, real many quick, blood real quick, here. <laughs> real quick, Harb, I wanted to give not a shout out because I was talking mm-hmm. about the Hornets. So that is my shout out. But I don't think this is a shout out. This is a like shaking my head moment. Um, at the game last night, halftime, I went to go get a water. And uh, this person told me they have listened to the show, not, not daily, not weekly. But uh, Chloe shared stopped me and said hey how's the podcast going i said oh it's going great and she said oh yeah why why 12 right sad sad unfair <laughs> I-, I wish that i was shocked with that coming from chloe but i'm just not i'm just glad she got the why why part right but she got half I, of it right we'll give I'm her ha- that i'm happy for her we'll give her credit yeah. and yeah. and she did ask how it was going so she is yeah. aware of it yeah so, Shout out to Chloe for checking in and uh, and listening from time to time. We'll leave it at that because we're a positive podcast. Yes. Shout for, so shout out. For maybe the next 40 seconds. Shout out Chloe Shared for yeah. listening to the show. I told her I'd get her a sticker. Perfect. 
All right, so let's get this thing rolling. We got a lot to talk about. Harb, you're, you got a bullseye on you. We'll get to that in a second. But I want to address Vol Nation. Y'all got my text messages Saturday night. I was wound up tight Saturday night. I'd had a long week, long day. Saturday. You ever get loosened up? Uh, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. You ate some fiber. <laughs> but uh, it came out. It came out smooth. But uh, I'm. I was so aggravated Saturday night because Tennessee baseball kicked off this past weekend. They lost to Arizona Friday last Friday night, three to one. They lost to Grand Canyon University. I think what four to three on Saturday night. And all I see on social media is like, oh, it's early. That's all right. Oh, them boys will be fine. We can get them bats going. It'll be all right. Nothing to worry about. But when Tennessee basketball loses, all hell breaks loose. It's the end end of the world. The sky's falling. Fire Rick Barnes. He needs to fire his assistants. He needs a new offensive system. Why doesn't he stand up, Big Montana? I don't know. He's been standing up. Anyways, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing things out there. My hands are moving around a lot. I'm agitated. I don't understand why we don't get equally upset over the number two team in the nation losing to unranked opponents that they should beat. Where is the outrage? Where? I want equity. I want equity. And I'm telling you right now, and this may ruin this show, there are some idiots in Vol Nation. I'm just sorry. Hmm. There are some idiots out there, and I'm not nobody on this show. But it's just it's crazy to me to read this stuff. And I get it. I, I played baseball, played basketball. I know it's early. But are you telling me that if Tennessee basketball lost to Tennessee Tech earlier in the year, we wouldn't be freaking out? Remember, remember Georgia State a few years ago? Oh, hell, you remember how we acted after the Colorado game this year? <laughs> Like, no, I completely agree. I don't with get you. it. I just don't get it. Is what I'm saying. I don't understand. No, I don't either. Uh, I think it's because everybody's got a chubby for Tony Vitello, um, which is it's fine. Because, is it because he's hot? <laughs> well, he shaved his beard. He shaved he, his beard. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he. Yeah, he looked mm. awful. Looked like a river rat. Remember when he? <laughs> remember when he first came here? He looked like a young Billy Zane. He did. <laughs> Anyway, uh, go ahead, Harb. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, which when when Tennessee baseball lost this weekend back to back, um, I was one of the ones saying that it's early. Like right. your first two games of the year are all the way across the country against two teams that's pretty much a home game for. Like, whatever, dude. It's February. Like, it's fine. However, I've also been one of those people that has been saying like, hey, let's pump the brakes on the basketball team, which I'll get more into that when we get on the latest game. But yeah, you can't you can't have it both ways. Like you, you can't you can't criticize the hell out of one team for losing a couple in a row and then be like, oh, it's okay, honey. It's okay. Get them get them next time to the other one. I mean, keep that same energy. I'm right there with you. I I, I wholeheartedly. I mean, I I was madder. I was mad Saturday night because Tennessee lost earlier in the day to Kentucky, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but just seeing that score Saturday night after we the first on Friday night, I was like, well, you know, Arizona's usually a pretty decent baseball program. I know they're unranked, but they're usually a pretty decent baseball program. 
I looked up Grand Canyon. They've won their conference, I think, two years in a row. But we're Tennessee. We're number two in the country. We've got seven freaking All-Americans. What are we doing here, guys? Like, I want people to be so, outraged just as much over this as they are Rick Barnes and the Vols losing five out of seven. The floor is yours. Hell yeah. <laughs> the floor is uh, yours. Who, who has the floor? <clears throat> Anybody. <laughs> I mean, hell, I mean, I, I don't have anything to say. You that's my that's my out. rant for the show. Um, I, I just really – and look, I get it. It's early. I'm not freaking out about Tennessee baseball. I guess I was just agitated Saturday night because I, 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 I'm I a huge fan of Rick Barnes. I I think what he does here is, is – like, that's how I would want to pro, my program run if I ran a program. And I like where he's got Tennessee basketball, even though they're struggling right now. But – if you see her, I'm not watching this team anymore. Oh, they're going to be one and done. I mean, it's just all this and like, how many times? What has Vitello done? Yes, he went to the College World Series. Fantastic. He didn't win anything. He finished eighth. They lost two in a row. What'd they do last year? Tennessee baseball last year will never go down as the greatest college baseball team ever because they couldn't get out of the Super Regionals. If they would have went to Omaha and won – I promise you that team would have been the greatest college baseball team ever. And they choked. And everybody's just, oh, it's Tony's got us going. He's good. And I get it. He's not been here as long as Barnes. And Barnes has a track record of losing uh, some games in March. I will but say it's that Tony, isn't Vitello in his fifth year now? He, I believe he's in his fifth year, yes. Yeah, it's, Tony's won wow. just as many championships as Barnes, though, correct? Yeah, they both won one last year. Well, 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 well I mean, Barnes has got a regular season. Rick Taylor has got a regular season, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you all a statement and a question. Uh, the statement is, uh, just playing devil's advocate onto your rant, um, a baseball team losing two in a row in February is not the same as a basketball team losing back-to-back games in february it's not that's that's the counterpoint that i have and i and i understand um here's now here's my question for y'all going forward who do you think has more pressure on them going forward tennessee coaches wise i'm gonna leave hopple out because he far and beyond exceeded expectations last year he's fine uh does rick barnes or tony vitello have more pressure going forward Got to be Rick Barnes. Basketball is a bigger thing than than uh, baseball. I, I understand that, but I mean yeah. Tony V's coming off a season where everybody was crowning us best team ever, blah blah blah, and then we don't even make it to the World Series. I'll give you. Uh, let's throw. You got to throw Kelly Harper in there because no, I think. You, no, you don't. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you should. She's in her fourth year, and they still can't compete with UConn, oh. South Carolina. I I just thought we were talking about giving a shit. So, um, hey, well, here's my ten, point. This is a Tennessee. Harper. This is a Tennessee show. So, here's my yeah. Okay, here's my point to Kelly Harper. <laughs> I don't even know if she's under pressure. She just might be out. Like that's that's kind of how I was looking at it. Like the way I look at Barnes and Vitello is, it would take a major scandal for them to get fired. Yes. Like I don't think either one of them are getting fired. 
Yes. Um, Barnes is going to retire or yeah. or get caught in a damn sex ring or something. And Vitella or is not. either going to – Right. Yeah. I, God forbid the last two things happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think but my Vitella thing is with – either going to stay his whole career or bounce to somewhere else. So we're I think not- the reason I brought up Kelly Harper is because <clears throat> when everybody brought her in, she's like, oh, she she was Pat's point guard. And look, they've not had a terrible season. They're eleven and two in the conference or twelve and two or something. I don't know what they are, but it's they they still can't beat anybody in the top ten. And I don't know when that's ever going to change. She's been here four years, like in basketball, you get two or three years, that, that stuff start. I mean, that cycle's over with. So, I don't know. I, I agree, though. Rick Barnes probably has more pressure on him because he's been here longer. They've achieved some success, and they've been on the cusp of achieving a little more, and they just hadn't been able to get over the top. Vitello's in the same boat, but he's not been here. I mean, Barnes is in his eighth year. Vitello's in his fifth. Now, if they – if they come out, which I don't think they will this year, to that scorching hot start like they did last year, and they do the same thing they did last year, then there's going to be some questions around Tony Vitello and his team. Like, hey, you guys were really good in 2021. You got bounced in two games in Omaha. You guys were above pretty good in 2022. You didn't even get to Omaha. Against a team that wasn't even a seeded team. I mean, they weren't even a national seed last year in Notre Dame. And hats off to Notre Dame. They just came out and beat us. But I think there'll be some questions there. But to answer your question, I think it's Barnes. If there is any pressure on him from from the administration, it would be Barnes. Fair. Fair. I don't really know who I would pick, honestly. <laughs> Since both of y'all picked Barnes, I'm gonna find a way to argue Vitell just for just That's for why the... I brought up Harper. <laughs> well, I don't I don't what about Karen Weekly. What's she done lately? Hey, uh, remember back in the summer I, I ranted about her. Year, like what what if I mean they're good again, they're top I think they're ninth last I saw. Yeah. yeah. But again, this university if you could make a new logo for it, it would be somebody gagging or choking. The hmm. universal sign of choking, and it's a guy choking with a power T next to it. How many times the Lady Vols should have won the national title in softball with Monica Abbott? They were they were leading, was it Arizona or Oklahoma? I can't remember. And they blew it and then lost the next game and blew it. Um, and they've been to the College World Series, I think, three or four times and can't pull it off. And they go to the region or super regional every year and get upset, and they just can't get over the hump. Great program. You can't fire Karen Weekly. I mean, she is Tennessee softball, her and, and Ralph, but like, when are you going to get us over the top? Seriously. So, um, keeping this thing rolling here, I'm going to let you all go at this is Big Montana and Harb session. Tennessee and Kentucky last weekend. The Vols, after beating Alabama, whatever reason in the world, they come out just as flat as they can be. I had I didn't get to watch the first half live. I got home and saw the last, I think, four or five minutes of the Kentucky game, and it was about the same with uh, last night's Texas A&M game. 
But they come out flat as they can be at Kentucky, I thought. And how in the world you come out flat in a game like that, your biggest rival on the road in one of the most historic venues in college basketball, you come out flat, you can't throw it in the ocean. They couldn't make layups. And I, I don't know. What was your all's thoughts on the game? Because I'm just – I am I told somebody today, I'm at a loss with this team right now. They, I know they've got some injuries. There's something not right about them. And I think part of it is probably the injuries, but I, I don't – they don't have a point guard that can shoot. They don't have a point guard or any guard that can really break anybody off the dribble, although Vescovi's playing his tail off right now, or Vescovi, whatever you want to call him. But I don't know. There's just something for the past seven games. This team's just not – there's something not right about them. I can't put my finger on it, but maybe you all can. What do you think? Um, I'll give my recap analysis of the Kentucky game first. Um, that first half, yeah, I, feel like, I feel like I've said this a lot over the last three weeks, but that first half was one of the worst halves of Tennessee basketball I think I've ever watched. And that might be the second or third time I've said that in February, which yeah. is a real, which is a real sad part. Um, couldn't throw it in the ocean. We looked lost out there, especially Tyreek Key. I hate the dog a college athlete, but my God, he played so damn bad in that game. Um, Vescovy answered the bell in the second half. Um, we semi made it interesting for a while, but we. We dug a ditch so damn deep. There was no coming back from it. Like, Kentucky didn't even play that great, like, for being honest. I thought really Tennessee did. offensively was, like, a totally different team in the second half against Kentucky. At one point, they were shooting over 70%. They yeah. shot 18 in the first half. How does that happen? I don't know. Um, it's frustrating. It gives me headaches watching them. Um, I don't know what it is. Now, I will say, which I'm going to keep most of this in the clip for when we actually get to it, but after that, after watching the Texas A&M game, it's bullshit that Josiah James ain't playing right now. I truly believe that. I think I think he is a higher percentage healthy than Vescovy is right now, and I don't know why he's not playing. Unless there is something super eerie that we don't know. But hell, uh, one of y'all was saying that Dykes dogged him before the game pretty much. I, uh, I think it was Day Day and I, uh, somebody else separate from our podcast text group texted me and said, I couldn't believe that Jimmy Dykes called him out like that. He said he watched him go through warm ups and he couldn't believe he wasn't playing. Well, they said he was jumping around, sliding. Like, was he in? I didn't see. I didn't get to see hardly any of the game last night. Was he in uniform? I don't know. I don't Just know. Was. I, I was. I was working last night, so I only watched bits and pieces. I literally only saw the last two and a half minutes, which took twenty minutes, by the way, because they kept going to the monitor. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you think about uh? What do you think about Lexington? There, big Montana. Huh? What do you think about Lexington? What? What do you think boys, about Lexington? I'm gonna start this off. What, boys? Listen, I'm gonna start this off. It's been a long, it's been a long two weeks for you two. I'm gonna pour y'all some single batch Junction 35 here for one of my customers at AMB. I'm gonna top niece off here a little bit. 
and I'm gonna give I'm gonna shoot Harb a double because there ain't nobody been as wrong about UT basketball this year in Harb, so I'm gonna have to give him a double. Set you boys up. Here you go, gentlemen. Cheers to you. Um, boys, I told you from the beginning, when the grass grows, Rick goes. And that's exactly what's happened. Listen, we hit 70 degrees this week in February. I was about to say, my the yard's Lord, pretty green right now. The Lord, the Lord is just talking to us in a way that we need to listen. Um, Rick Barnes is paying for past sins. That's all I can say about it. He's done something in his 20s that in his 70s he's paying for. Um, so he he just cannot win when the grass grows. It's Mar it's about to be March. Um, you know, we've talked about baseball. We've talked about basketball. Boys, the baseball team put up 15 runs in an inning today. The University of Tennessee basketball team put up 19 and a half on Saturday. That's pretty damn bad. We're going to have to figure out whether, you know, if we're going to be good guys or if we're going to, you know, audience a one or if we're going to, you know, get after this or we're going to keep a man on board because he's been a good coach all of his career or if we're going to come here and win championships and actually compete in March. Listen, there's been a lot of good men been fired from jobs that they probably could have stayed at till they retired. But we're going to have to – and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that Rick Barnes needs to be fired. I'm not. But – he needs to start winning. He's got to win in March. He has to advance in the tournament. And I hope he does this year. He's going to make it. We're probably going to be, what, five seed now? If I, I mean, hell, no I haven't. I haven't. Last I saw, they still had us as a three in and, most and, and like, listen, I, I get it. He's not going anywhere. We're not going to fire him. You cannot fire a guy because whatever you can, but we're not, right? We're not Georgia. We don't fire Michael Rick to hire a better coach to win national championships. I get that. We're not Georgia. We're Tennessee. So, um, boys, that Kentucky game, and I've said it all year long, if you got to be motivated to play Kentucky, don't be on the damn court. And I've given Rick Marnes a hard time. But I'm going to tell you what the real issue is. We don't have any damn dogs on this team. I think we got some pretty decent players, but I don't. I honestly don't think they have grown as a team. I don't think they have been um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think they've showed any progression, to be honest with you, since they've been here. I feel like Zakai has decreased in his um, ability. Uh, I know Vescovi's hurt. I'm glad he played last night. Apparently he was sick. But, you know, Keys out here has no idea what he's doing. It looks like they don't practice, boys. It looks like we practice during the offseason and we're just running. And I honestly, you know, if you're not hitting free throws as a college basketball player, I don't know what to tell you. I honestly think as a to be able to get a college scholarship, you have to pass an ACT, right? Well, you ought to be able to hit six out of ten freaking free throws to be on a college basketball team. I mean, my goodness. I will say our but, our big men have been awful at the free throw line. Yes. Euros, yeah, no, no, Nawaka, and um, there, they were one there of eight is Saturday. Not, there Mason is not a too. single reason – after beating the number one team in the nation to walk into Rupp Arena and be intimidated at all. I don't care what they did to you the last time. You just put the biggest team in the nation down the road. They should have won by 20 points. They came out thinking they were going to walk through them because they beat Alabama and they got their ass whipped. Yeah. Another, but it's the same. 
it's the same damn story every year. I, well, I you think, need you need to specify the, that he needs to win in March. You're talking about the NCAA tournament. You're not talking, I'm talking about, about win these games. But but you said he needs to win in March. He just he won needs to win year. in March. He, he did last March. year. He did. He last won the SEC. He won the SEC championship. That's that why I'm saying you gotta. Go. We need to separate. He needs to win. Years. He needs to win the. He wins. He needs to win the NCAA. He needs to go to the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen. That, that okay. That's better. Um. So I guess I need to come clean. I guess this is my my time to <coughs> say a word or two. Um, I defended this team for the whole month of February. Well, the first we'll call it first three weeks of February. Um, when people were saying, "Oh, three bad games in a row, panic button," I said no. Then the fourth one came. I said no. Well, we beat Alabama. Don't you dare start recording me. Don't you, don't you damn dare. I'm, I'm uh, texting the Okay. Um so we beat Bama. I'm like It doesn't right. matter. We're recording this anyways. I know. <laughs> it's, just the, it's just the fact he'd have it on his damn phone. Uh we beat Bama. I was ready to roll. Uh and then you come out and do that against Kentucky and AM. I've broken the damn panic button. I think this team's a damn well done two dollar steak right now. Like it's this is it's not good. Like I don't know how you could pull any sort of positives from the last two games. Um, but I truly believe that some chemistry is off because Josiah is not out there, and I think that he can be. Um, yeah, something's up. Yeah, I agree with you, Harb. I mean, uh, I I'm not giving up on this team yet. That's uh, it's hard to say. I mean, when you say it out loud after watching them the last two, well, three weeks now, two and a half, three weeks, I know Day Day Ball, uh, you know, I sat with him at the Bama game, and I don't think he was reeled back in, but he's he's been out of the mix here on them for the last couple of weeks, and Big Montana's in there with him. But you and I have been uh, pretty outspoken that we believe in this team and and – think they're they're good and I, I've said all year I thought this team was a national championship contending team the only thing that that bothered me a little bit was their offensive output but they were still top 30 in the country remember when I did that um that chart or analysis of teams in the Ken Palm era the past 10 years that won the national title where were they ranked well Tennessee was right there with them and I haven't looked this week I haven't had time but the last I looked, they were like 41st in adjusted offense, still ranked number one in defense. I mean, defense hadn't been the problem except against uh, Missouri in the first half a couple weeks ago. Um, but I just think how much what, what our outlook would be on this team right now if we hadn't given up that prayer half-court heave to Missouri and we hadn't let Vanderbilt shoot a wide-open three in the corner. Think if those two shots go off right now. Because currently Tennessee is, what, 20-8, and 9-6 and six in the conference? So say those two shots don't go in. Tennessee is currently 22-6, and 11-4 and four in the conference, and probably ranked in the top five still, even while, after losing these games this week. While I agree with you, uh, and I wholeheartedly know what you're saying, uh, those shots did go in, and we did lose those games. 
No, you're right. Um, what if I never fell in love with McDonald's and gained hundred pounds? <laughs> yeah. What, I'm, what just, if, I'm just saying the 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 outlook. What, 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 what if my aunt be? had testicles? Would she be my uncle? All right. Well, it is 2023. Oh, uh, yeah. So that, I guess what I'm what so. I was trying to say is, is, would we be having this conversation right now if those two shots did not go in? And and I let me be frank, the one against Vandy was bad. I mean, that guy had a wide open three. He should have made it. The one against Missouri was a prayer, and it was just unfortunate. Should we have been in that spot? No. Missouri played their tails off, and they hit some crazy shots that game. But I'm just saying, like, would we be having this conversation right now if those two shots didn't go in? Because the outlook on the season would be totally different. The conversation obviously wouldn't be the exact same. Um, We'd probably be looking at those games as we gritted out two good close conference wins. Like the Missouri game was down, what, 17 in the first half? Yes. 16 or whatever it was, we'd be talking about how impressive of a comeback it was. Uh, the Vandy game, uh, the offense played pretty good. We'd be talking about how good the offense looked in that game. Gutted one out on the road at, uh, in that little damn gymnasium they got. Um, yeah, sure. But that still doesn't change the fact that we really don't have any dogs. It feels like we have a half a dog a game, and it constantly changes. Like the Kentucky game, it was Vescovy. <laughs> Um, uh, game before, uh, the Bama game. Hell, when we win, I mean, we have a lot of guys step up, but it's so few and far between when we do. The most confusing thing about this team is I would rather play a team that's ranked in the top five than I would that's not ranked. Because for, for whatever reason, hell, uh, what, what are we against top 10 opponents? Four and one? Who we lost to? Arizona. Oh, Arizona. I forgot about them. Yes, you're right. Four and one. Yeah. Um Helen, you look at our you look at our uh our record in conference play against unranked opponents, which AM was top twenty or was number twenty five, but I mean it's damn awful. Um we don't What's have it? a go we don't have a go to guy on offense. Um we have a bunch of guys that would thrive in scoring six to eleven points a game as in a role. Um, yeah, we play good defense, cool, but sometimes you're going to get officiating where the other team shoots forty free throws like you did in College Station, so you can't hang your hat on that every damn night. Um, yeah, yeah, it, I look like a clown. I almost wore a damn red nose and a. And a damn afro, and and some paint, yeah. Um, but in this weird, twisted mind of mine, the last few years we've been expecting a run with Tennessee, and it never came. I think as of right now, ninety percent of the fan base is expecting absolutely nothing, and it just, in a weird way, I just kind of have this feeling like this would be the year that we made one because everybody's already checked out on them. Like that's just kind of like the I just I I think little thing that I have going on in my brain, and that's like the half percent reason why I'm not giving up. The re the reason I'm not giving up on them is I I don't think they're healthy right now. I mean, I mean they're not. But I know Phillips hadn't been great this year, but he's still a threat offensively, and and 
Triple J can still be a threat offensively in his – He's great on defense, his leadership, which I think they're sorely missing out on the court, like you said earlier. But, I mean, just look, this team has showed this year that they can – they beat Alabama. They beat Kansas. They took Arizona on the road to the wire. Um, and college basketball is wide open. That's why I'm not totally checked out on them. But if they can't figure something out, they're, they're not going to go anywhere this March. I think the biggest thing is outside of health – Hell, we weren't healthy against Alabama. We had two no. starters out. No, you're right. We whooped their ass. But guess where it was? It was in Knoxville. TBA. This team struggles. This team is a below-average basketball team away from Knoxville. And I hate to say that, but I it's true. Like, you look at Kentucky, Florida, um, Vandy, Texas A&M, Arizona, Kansas. Those are all not in the friendly confines. How many how many losses do we have at home this year? Um, two. Two. Yeah, Kentucky and Missouri. Kentucky and Missouri. Yeah. Uh Colorado. It was in Nashville. Should have been a home game type. We struggle away from we struggle away from our bracket coward. It just is what it is. Um, and the, I don't think there's really any disputing that anymore. And that is extremely concerning. I, I don't know. Did you all see that? I can't remember what – was it the Alabama game a couple – or last week? Um, I went back and rewatched it. They put up a stat during the game. Of course, this has changed because you could add another loss for Tennessee in there last Saturday. But I think top 15 teams on the road this year, as of that – Alabama game that night were 65 and 61. So you could have made it that after that night, 65 and 62, because Alabama lost on the road. And then Tennessee went on the road last Saturday and lost at Kentucky. So 65 and 63. I'm sure that's changed. Like Virginia lost tonight, number six. They went down by 15 at Boston College. Um, you're, you're right, though. I mean, Tennessee's really struggled on the road this year for I don't know what the reason is, but I, I got a question for, for Big Montana. It looks like he's at the beach there. He's got that hamburger meat hanging back out again, Harb. He's getting ready for March. <laughs> he's getting ready for March, ready for spring break. I, I was waiting on him to say it, and he never did, so I'll just steal so, this thing. So, what would you think uh, I've been waiting on March? Te- <laughs> Texas A&M. Tennessee was 10 of 14 at the free throw line. All right. Texas A&M was 28 of 34. Don't, don't say anything just yet. <clears throat> A disturbing trend. Um, at Kentucky, and this is what Big Montana was referencing earlier, Tennessee was 4-14 at the free throw line. So that's back-to-back games with only 14. Don't worry about the makes or misses. That's not what I'm talking no, about. I, I know where you're going with this. So 14 and free throws. And then Kentucky, listen here, 23-35. So we had back-to-back games where teams shot 38-35. and 35, And I, I don't. I hadn't looked up the rest of the season. I know it wasn't like that against Alabama, but th- this shows you – I've said it all year, this team's a jump-shooting team. They they don't have much much of a post game. I don't know what's happened to Kamwa. He's just completely vanished. Oh, hey, speaking hey, of Kamwa, who in the hell told him to force that three at the end of the game last night with like 17 yeah, seconds on the shot clock? Uh, it's just – I'm not saying that's why we lost, but that's the damn shot you get. 
That like I mean, but that's the problem with this team right now is they don't what like the you all said. There's and it's not even about being a dog. It's about hey, I'm going to go You're out there. Different. And they don't have that guy that they can turn to. Like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out this, there. I might miss it, but they, they don't have that guy that can go out there and take that shot. It showed it. last night at the end of the game. Yeah, Vescovy ain't it. Ziggler ain't it. Well, Vescovy, his mean, problem is, is he can't get open on his own. Yeah. So unless you run a set play, it ain't, it ain't him. Right. And I thought A and M last night did a great job on. On Ziggler because it was a mismatch. That guy was a head head taller than he was, and he made it really hard on him. But they just couldn't get. They couldn't. They never could get into a set play to find somebody a basket. Or I mean, the shot Ziggler took. I wasn't as upset with it as some people, but I mean, that's the best thing you could. I mean, at least you had plenty of time drive to the basket. It's just. I think they're overthinking right now offensively. They're just – and that that has been an issue, I thought, last year at times since he overpassed the basketball. And they're not taking bad shots this year, guys. They just can't shoot. And I don't know what's going on with Tyree Key. That kid has scored his whole life. And then for some reason here, he can't throw it in the ocean. He just cannot – he can't make a five-footer in the lane. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know that like, and I, I know I'm a big Barnes uh, basher and I, rightfully so sometimes, but I really wish we could have got that timeout last night with 10 seconds or whatever on that steal. It was so bang, bang. I know Landry tweeted us about it. Um, that would have been really nice to draw up a play where you could have maybe got, you know, Vescovia on a pick and roll or something to be able, or, you know, a screen to be able to, uh, to get a shot well, off. Now, was he was he talking about the loose ball where A and M stole it back, and then they got the time? I I'm, I was confused on his tweet. Whenever, whenever uh, I think it was Vescovy got the ball right in front of Rick Barnes, he was hoping Rick would have called a timeout right there. Oh, okay. But within one second, within one second of Vescovy getting the ball, he looked around the dribble and he got swatted, and they see, stole it, and we fouled. See, I don't know if you go back and look. I'm pretty sure Ziegler was open in the corner there, so I wasn't. I was like kicking into the corner because he was standing what yeah wall right maybe. there yeah yeah that was tough though right. I mean you, that is tough but and then another but, thing but last like, night that that loose ball just before you go big Montana that loose ball that's I know a lot of people were screaming how can you give a and M a timeout that's hard that was very hard to see yeah um, that right. was kind of crazy um, that they got a yeah. timeout out of that they didn't even have control but it, we were lucky is, uh, we were lucky that. We we didn't get a foul called on us because, like, we were yeah. sitting on the guy's head when we were yeah. trying to get the ball. So, um, but listen, we talk about you know these are college kids or whatever. Like, I understand that they're eighteen years old. Like, their peers are going getting blown up in foreign countries. Like, we can talk about them. I don't give, give a shit. Um, you know, they provide a service to us. They get to go to school. We get to watch the product. It's entertainment. This is how the world works. Okay. Um, they're getting benefits, whether it's NIL deals or whatever, or they're getting the ability to play a game they love. They're playing a game. Like, this is not, you know, um, some type of execution thing if you don't perform well. This isn't the World Cup. This is college basketball. And we love these guys. If they win or lose, who gives a shit? But anyway, um, but they're playing like a bunch of babies. Like, there's no dog. 
Like, you know, we're not developing as a team. We're not developing as players. Like, and Zakai tweeted last night, love us while they hate us and love us when they love us. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, win ball games. That's what you're here for. We built your mama house. Shut up. Score. Uh, see, I disagree with all – see, that's what I'm talking about earlier. Like, Yeah, hanging a good uh, deed over somebody's head. I'm not – Well, it's not even no, that. that. I just – I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about that. Like, no, but, but somebody, were, somebody worded it that way on Twitter earlier, and I'm like, you're yeah. the dumbest that's human. Not what I, that's ever, not what I meant. No, I'm no, proving no, that you we, didn't mean it that way. You. But that other guy did. That's yeah. yeah sorry. We, like I'm trying to show you that I'm trying to prove that hey, we love Zakai and we'll do whatever for our own people. So don't come at us and we get mad because you're not performing well. Right now, yeah. I understand what that guy did was a, a dickhead move. But what I'm saying is, man, we've proved we love you. We're here thick and thin. Like you know, we've done all we can to help you. Like don't get mad because we get upset that y'all didn't win the game. Say hey, it's on me. We'll come back and win the next one. That's how you approach that situation. First of all, I honestly think that they don't need to be on social media. That's just me. Not a whole lot of good comes out of social media. Yeah. Just no, be honest. Not at all. That's what. So when I text you all Saturday night, I I was on social media catching up on some stuff, and um, I'd had a couple chocolate milks, and I had uh, I I gotta get off. I didn't watch anything Saturday night. I did watch. Uh, I did no. I did. <laughs> I did watch uh, Elimination <laughs> Chamber, Harbin. I did watch the Elimination Chamber, Harbin. Hell yeah! Um, is that what you, is that what you call it? <laughs> but I went out. I went outside. I didn't, I didn't know you was into that. I, <laughs> that's what she said. I went outside and that's built a I fire. Call, that's what I call a man cave. I went outside change. and built a fire, and I I was like, sometimes you just gotta turn the TV off and turn everything off. I just yep. needed a I needed a couple Praise hours. Praise God, break. homie! Shout out Theo Vaughn. Praise God, homie! <laughs> God, my God, I, I really I, just disintegrated here. <laughs> hey, I, speaking of everything we've been talking about, um, there is a young listener listening tonight. Um, <laughs> one of my good friends. One of he's listening. He's listening right like, now as as we're recording this. No, but he he oh. listens on his way to school. I'm oh, pretty good. sure he uh, he is the uh, son of one of my clients at work. Uh, Chef Wet is his uh, uh, is his handle, but it's uh, Mitch. You've met him at a tailgate party. Oh yeah. Um, his son loves the Y Y podcast. He's a big Tennessee fan, living in, in uh, Abington, Virginia. So he's repping the T out of state. Um, but he listens every day to school, and every morning he says, "Dad, want to listen to Big Montana?" He knows what he's talking about. So, big <laughs> shout out to Easton. Um, son, shout out Easton. You need you you need to have better role models in your life. Look at your teachers and your preachers, and look at your parents. Don't look at some idiot wearing a Hawaiian shirt on a podcast in February. But if you do in February <laughs> because we're waiting for March. But young man, uh, he's actually a little baller. Apparently, he's a little football prodigy. He's out here Good. stunting on them hoes, throwing throwing up uh, the Heisman Trophy celebration after he scores. So he's a little stud. He's got six or seven girlfriends. Easton, proud of you, bud. Get doing better. Uh, by the way, Easton, glad you're, glad, uh, glad doing six times better than me. By the way, Easton, right. shout out to uh, Shout out for listening to us, and I just want to clarify that when we were saying Elimination Chamber, we were 1 million percent talking about the World Wrestling Entertainment. So, exactly. I do want to do want to just confirm <laughs> that real quick. 
The elimination chamber could have meant several things. <laughs> but we're referring to <laughs> the pay-per-view that was in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Hey, uh that is uh, so, by the way a PG show. So you know, you know I work with uh the EST Bianca Belair's dad and her husband Montez Ford was in the uh United States Championship uh elimination chamber match and he got curb stomped by Seth Rollins and they made this big production like he was re really hurt and his eyes were crossed, and he was dragging his feet. They were carrying him out. Well, they did all that to let Logan Paul in the ring to ruin Seth Rollins' championship hopes there that night. So, um, I was actually – that was a really good match. If you haven't watched it hard, go back and watch it, look it up. I, I need to. It was It was actually that – that was one of the better shows they've had in a while. Um, nice. And I don't watch it a lot anymore. I'll just – full disclosure – I watch more '90s Attitude Era wrestling than I do anything else. <laughs> I do know I, I did watch uh, Roman Reigns' entrance. I, I watched a clip of it, and that was like the amount of heat that he got just from walking out. Because yeah, for for those that probably don't care about wrestling, uh, Sami Zayn was the guy that Roman Reigns was facing. They had this big long storyline for over a year. Um. Well, Sami Zayn is from Montreal, which is where the live show was. And they were wrestling for the WWE Championship. Well, Sami Zayn comes out there, place literally loses its lid, goes nuts, whatever. Roman Reigns comes out there. And that was that was a top five boo I've ever heard in wrestling. Like that, like you remember uh that ECW one night stand? When yes. John Cena wrestled yes. Rob Van Dam, like yes. it was that loud. It was brutal. I'll tell yeah. you another one, and we'll get back to the Vols. Another big one was when and I'll have to look up the pay per view, but remember when they had it was Canada versus United States, and that was when Stone Cold was getting hot, and it was the Heart Foundation. Oh God, I'm gonna have to look it up while we're talking here. It was the Heart Foundation versus Five Guys um, from the United States, and it was in Canada. And those boys from the United States, they took a pounding when they came out that night. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'll have to look it up here while we're talking. But any final thoughts on the? Not. A, I didn't mean it that way. By the way, they didn't take a a verbal a ver a lot of verbal abuse. Let me just say that. Easton, um, Easton, they booed really loudly. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to find it here. It's not this the nation is, of domination. Going, My God, this is going so far down. So, anyways, let's wrap up the vols. Let's look. Let's look at this here. We wrap got soccer. Wrap it up. Uh, like Major Wingate, you know, when he was handing out his little thing, I was talking about last week. You can go back and listen for those who haven't. Um, yeah. The vols got South Carolina this weekend. The Cox are coming to Thompson Bowling Arena. Couple things I'm interested in watching. Uh, I won't get to watch the game again. The Hornets play region quarterfinal Saturday night, seven o'clock. Jim Williams Gymnasium, Carter High School. Um, I'll be there. I'm gonna go watch the Carter Hornets uh, over the Vols. Well, what day Good is that? Uh, Saturday. Saturday night. Oh. Good for you. <laughs> My um, I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the uh, the Slim Reaper to come on the show. Uh, I am I, too. Hey, I, by the way. The Slim Reaper, when he was announced in the starting lineups, had a the town he hails from announced. 
from Mascot, Tennessee. Oh, my God. Get this Brody Blankenship. Win or lose, <laughs> get him on here. I don't care. He's already a champion. He's already a champion. And I, and I, I didn't – of course, all these kids are from – well, some of them aren't. They're from Straw Plains, so it's yeah. kind of hard to say they're – everybody would be Strawberry Plains, Strawberry Plains, Strawberry Plains. Yeah. But Brody's like, announce my name. Announce me. I'm from Mascot. And I said, are you really from Mascot? And he told me what road he lived on. Hell he doesn't yeah. live there. And I was like, heck, all right, you're in. Because that's where I'm from. So yeah. I announced it as from Mascot. And the whole bench was like busting out laughing. I looked over. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh, uh, man. All right. Back. All right. Sorry. Back on topic here. Uh, the Vols play South Carolina Saturday, who currently, with 11.28 to go in the second half, is beating Alabama 47-44. Um, two things I'm interested in seeing, how the Vols bounce back. They We talked about it. They've lost five out of seven. They're in a rough spot. Uh, George Clooney says, and oh, brother, where aren't they? We're in a tight spot here. Um, yeah. So how do, they how do they respond? All right. How do they come out and play? Are they going to come out flat, struggle, not shoot the ball well? Um and I want to see, of course, I won't be there. What is the crowd like? Um, is it because there's constantly they you get I get these emails all the time and these tweets, you know, like limited tickets remaining, games almost sold out, and all the games have, I think this one's sold out. I think I think Arkansas still got a handful of tickets available, but I'm interested to see like the student section. Are they gonna be down on them again? Because the last time we played Saturday night at six o'clock. The upper deck student section was completely empty. Um, well, not completely empty, three quarters empty. Um, so what's the fans like? Are they going to, or is 21,000 going to be there? Or is it going to be 16, 17,000? It just Saturday night, six o'clock. What else is there to do in Knoxville besides go to the Hornets game? I don't know. What are your all thoughts about, about the upcoming slate? Uh, there is a 0% chance that every seat in that building will be full on a Saturday at six o'clock to watch a team that's lost five out of their last seven play a team that we've previously beat by 43. Um, and I, hell, I don't know what's going to happen in that game. I would assume we'll win. 99% chance we win that game. It says, <laughs> but hey, throw, throw in the dumb and dumber clip right here. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, really? Um, hell, I don't know. Uh, you would think this would be a great opportunity to bounce back. Ease in Josiah James off his phantom injury. Um, I don't know how Julian Phillips is feeling right now. I, I would imagine that he's probably legitimately hurt. Um, that crowd's not going to be full. It's going to be dead. Um, if I mean, I, that's what I'd bet on. Um, it's a Tennessee Saturday night, man. Nobody cares about South Carolina coming to town when you when you're two and five in the last six weeks, that's or four three four weeks whatever the hell's been. Um, but they had. I mean, this is an absolute must win. Yes. Uh, that there is no other way to put that. Because uh, if you lose one more, I think you talked about this last week. We're already we're already like treading water. But you lose one more conference game. You're thrown in the middle of a wild whirlpool. Man. I was I was going to say earlier, I was going to come on here, and this is not normal. You don't want to have me like a mental check. 
I was going to brag on Vandy because Vandy beat us, and everybody's like, well, that was a terrible loss. Well, they're, they were eight and six, and I was getting ready to come in here. They were going to pass us in the standings tonight. Nope. They lost to LSU, one of the worst teams in the conference. LSU got their second conference win and broke a 15-game losing streak. I actually bragged on them to somebody last night. I said, that Vandy loss don't look as bad now. And then they lost to LSU, so never mind. Big Montana, um, I know you're looking forward to March, but over the next week or so, let's start with South Carolina. What are you looking for from the Vols here? Listen, this is all on UT, on the players. If you don't like how you're being accepted and treated and tweeted about and all this stuff, <clears> prove <throat> us wrong. Prove me wrong. I want to be wrong. Go win some ball games. Beat Auburn. Beat South Carolina. Who else we got left? Arkansas. Arkansas. Beat Arkansas. Finish strong. Uh, can we still get the first couple of game by on the SEC? Is that still possible? Right now, Tennessee's still fourth. Do so that. Yes. Go out there. Win the damn tournament. Win that one. Put another put another trophy in the trophy case. Get something out of this season. You've let so much get by you. Get something out of it. Then get that chip on your shoulder. Think of me. I'm saying you can't do it. Get to the Sweet 16. Now all you got to do is win one more. Let's win some damn games. Y'all went on seven game winning streaks before. Do it again. Shut me up. I want to be wrong. Do it. You know what uh, I think Tennessee needs right now? I, this is is it in a joke? They need a they need a week off. They need yeah. like a bye game, like a and in South, you could say South Carolina is, but hell, they're taking they're taking Alabama down to the wire tonight. But I'm I'm serious. This team looks like they need no game this Saturday. Alabama's currently trying to cover up murder. They've got a full plate right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule here. To, let's look at the schedule to finish the season. They got three games left. South Carolina this Saturday, Arkansas, Thompson Bowling Arena next Tuesday night, and then they go to Auburn, who also is – I hadn't seen their score tonight. They're, they've lost six out of eight. Um, let's see. They are currently only ahead by one point against Ole Miss at home. They're playing at Auburn with five minutes to go in the second half, so – by the time you listen to this podcast, um, that game will be over. But, I mean, Auburn's not playing good at all right now. Arkansas has been up and down due to injury this year, and South Carolina's is awful. So, Tennessee's got three winnable games coming up to kind of salvage this thing, hold on to that four seed, um, and 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 get to Nashville with a double bye and have some time off. They just look yeah. To me, they look like they need, a, they need a break physically and mentally. Need something. Yep. Hey, Harbin, um, I found the uh, the pay-per-view I was talking about. It was uh, the Canadian Stampede. Oh. It uh, was the Heart, the Heart Foundation. The five, nice. Uh, I'll look it up here in just a second. Right. Uh, it was a historic 10-man tag match. The Heart Foundation versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Legion of Doom, Ken Shamrock, and... Gold dust. Love it. I've seen that match. It was an in your house pay-per-view, by the way. Love missed the in your house. Let's see who was in that match. Obviously, you got Bret Hart, Owen Hart, uh, British Bulldog, the Anvil, Anvil Neidhart, and I'm guessing Brian Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman. It's Brian Pillman. 
Now, here it is. The Hart Foundation featuring Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, Owen Hart, British Bulldog, and Brian Pillman. Remember when Stone Cold broke in Brian Pillman's house? And, or no, who was, which one was going to shoot the other one? It was Stone Cold. Pillman it? pulled a gun on Or Pillman Stone pulled Cold. a gun on Austin. Yeah. He was going to shoot it. You, the attitude uh, era I, is unmatched. This mm. is, this is, com- completely side note but i was reading up on that story a couple years ago and wwf at the time did not run that idea by the usa network i saw that and usa network was like dude if y'all ever do some stuff like that again like we're dropping y'all it's when austin broke into his house after he had broke his ankle broken pillman's ankle and when he broke in the house pillman pulled a gun on him and yeah, USA had the USA network had no idea that was happening. Yeah. All right, fellas, we got to wrap this thing up. Closing uh, thoughts, starting with Harbin. Um, all things considered, outside of UT basketball, uh, the last few days or the last last about week or so, it's been really fun. Um, Wednesday night, I went to I went to the Bama game. Uh, that was obviously a good time. Thursday night, went and seen Whiskey Myers, the apparently Big Montana is not a fan of. We're not having that conversation. Um, had a great time. It was a great show. Uh, Friday night, went to the Cotton Eye Joe and saw another one of my favorite bands. I go by 49 Winchester. Uh, if you don't know them, you need to. Um, and then Sunday, I loaded up, went to Nashville. And uh, I want to – now it's my turn to give a very special shout-out. I want to give a shout out to three of my boys, uh, Parker Oliver, Tucker Williams, and Zach Cy Hockey. Uh, they played a gig at Whiskey Jam on Music Row in Nashville. Uh, Tucker and Zach were two of my best friends in college. Uh, Parker is one of Tucker's buddies from back in Georgia. Parker's trying to do the damn thing in Nashville. And uh, he got an insurance salesman and a math teacher to play guitar for him, and they absolutely killed it. So... Uh, shout out to them boys that did great. They're also playing tonight. Couldn't make it. So hope that went well. It was really good to see them. Shout out to them boys. Where'd they play at in Nashville? Uh, Monday night was at Winners. Um, and tonight they were playing at Ten Roof. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the show at Winners Monday night, uh, went really well. It was super, super fun. Uh, unbiasedly that, so Whiskey Jam, um, there's like five or six people go on stage and it's all guys, it's all guys or girls that are trying to make it, you know, and they get like four or five songs a piece. It's pretty much a tryout. <clears throat> and unbiasedly, they had the best set. The other four or five tried to do some cookie cutter pop country BS. And then Parker and the boys were like, man, y'all kiss my ass. We're going to get down and play some bluesy shit. And then it, it dude, it <laughs> healed. It was awesome. Nice. Hey, and I will say we got some Nashville listeners. I've been meaning to give give them a shout out. Um, my friend Laura has got her coworkers listening to the show, and she always says the girls want to know when the next episode's coming out. So, but I got on to her because she lets them listen on her device, and I was like, no, they need to go listen on their own device. Get our ratings up. Let's go listen on your phone wherever you get podcasts. I think the wind's about to blow the uh, 
section YY8 studio down outside right now. But yeah, li- shout out to them for listening. We got Nashville, Nashville peeps. Big Montana, what's your closing thoughts? Uh, boys, I'm excited for baseball season. Um, wasn't too impressed with the trip out there. Looks like they're back on track. The bats. Oh, don't worry. Today. It's early. It's early. 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 Hey, listen. Uh, Tony shaved his beard off. Um, he's a puss. Never well, shaved. Hey, we need beard. to ask them Nashville girls about that. They're the experts. Um, I'm sorry that I don't listen to um, mediocre wannabe country music with the craft beer and you know following girls into the concert with armpit hair and shit like that. I get it. I understand that to be different, you're trying to be cool. Um, it's a it's a new life out there. Yeah, I'm guys, I'm gonna man. suffocate myself with this pillow. Real I'm, I'm a grown man. I have chest hair. I don't have to do the oh, popular yeah. thing. I don't have to do the popular thing anymore. <laughs> I just go. To, I just go to work and I come home and watch sports. Um, you know, I, I like real country music. George Strait, Keith Whitley. You do George realize Green. that Whiskey Myers is not a country George group, right? <laughs> they're, they're, Listen, they they'll, they'll be whatever their agent tells them to be. It's coming. Just get used to it. Oh dear um, God. Um, you know, Taylor Swift will be right and hit their song soon enough. Don't worry. I'm putting you on mute. I'm putting you on mute. They're a poor man, Zach Brown band. Um, you know, it's a like I told you, done yet. I'll take you off mute. Like I told you (laughs) the other day, they're great for Yellowstone credits when you have to get up and take a piss because you've been entertained for the last hour and you got to go to the bathroom. Um, but listen, (laughs) I love you boys. Um, I'm so excited for the rest of the year. I'm excited for UT football again. Um, I love you, brothers in Christ, YY8 podcast. If you're not listening, you should. Um, go Vols. Basketball team, shaping up, man. Let's go. Let's finish this thing out. Yeah, guys, we got we, we to support them boys. And I, I, what I was saying earlier, the girls in Nashville need to weigh in. Vitello with a beard, Vitello without a beard. We need to know. What's your thoughts? So they're do, all going to say with. Do, do the girls well, in Nashville. smart, are, then. Do the girls in Nashville have armpit hair and like craft beer? I have no idea who these we'll girls get them some are. Ask, ask, by the ask Matt or Laura. I have no idea who these. Well, what's girls the are. other band, Sixty Seven Smith and Weston, or whatever you're talking about? Go, go to bed. <laughs> what was it? Remington That's their name. Go to bed. Remington Sixty Nine. What other band are you listening to? God Almighty. Sorry, <laughs> I don't listen to them. George Strait <laughs> for twenty five hours a day. Hey, I apologize. You know what was on in the truck on my way home? What was What's it? Char- Charlie Pride. Oh man, he was kissing angel. He don't know who that is. Who do- oh. Harb knows who Charlie Pride is. Come he on, does wrap, wrap his shit up before I get here. All right, that's this week's know. show. Before Harbin comes through his computer and chokes Big Montana. <laughs> Whiskey oh. Myers is a rock and roll band. Shit, rock and roll. I have a dude, shirt man. that proves it. I Rock thought I thought he was gonna call him Whiskey Dick, Whiskey Dick, Whiskey Bent, whatever. Which is a which is a bar, not a derogatory term. Right, or that's Whiskey Dicks. I'm sorry. That'd be all right. There's a story I need to tell y'all about Whiskey Dick, not about me, but it's a story I was, I was told. Say, I, I got a couple. Like I said, let's well, wrap this. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it. It was funny. It happened at a at a work thing I was at one time. So I'll tell y'all about it. It, it can't be told on air. Sorry. All right. But uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Hope you all enjoy the show. Uh, apparently, the Nashville girls do. So, shout out to them. Shout yeah, out yeah. to Chloe Shared, the YY12 podcast. Um, and everybody else that's listening, 
appreciate everybody listening. Remember, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find us on YouTube. Go there and watch us if you're at home, relaxing. Uh, or if you're in the in the car, the truck, the van, whatever you're riding in, pull us up on your phone and plug us in and listen. But for Harb, for Big Montana, Day Day Vol's not here. God knows where Gavin's at. Where's Gavin? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, he's busy. But anyways, appreciate everybody listening. This has been the Section YY8 Podcast. Once I had-